Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, I am here with Skylar Sestin and she is an emotional release coach. I'm so excited to hear more about what she's going to share with us. She's going to help us with releasing some trapped emotions and she helps others with trauma healing and emotional healing. So welcome Skylar. Hi Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's great to be here. Oh, good. I'm so excited to have you as well. Like when I saw of what you do and what you're teaching other people, I was like, oh yeah, definitely need to learn more about that because we get these emotions that get all trapped in there. We suppress them and sometimes we just don't know how to actually get it out. So Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in hearing what you have to say. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. I'm glad it resonated. It's something I am super passionate about, um, something that I now help others with because of my own experiences. So I'm really glad that it resonated for you. Oh, perfect. Good, good, good. And how did you get to where you are today? Um, a lot of my own healing work. Oh. <laughs> um, I... There are so many different things. I mean, I think about this all the time and it's hard to pinpoint like exact things that led me to where I am today because I feel like everything in my life has served as some kind of lesson to get me to here, Mm -hmm. to get me to this place, um, obviously physically, but like mentally, emotionally and, and being and doing what I am, I would say that I think what really initiated me becoming an emotion release coach and helping people in this space is COVID, which I feel like initiated so much for so many people. Mm-hmm. And I was in college at the time. I was in my, oh, what was it? Second year. And I had to come home from school because COVID was making it, you know, everything shutting down Mm -hmm. and it was just crazy. I was always someone who loved school. I loved going to college, learning things that actually interested me. And I came home and I was put back into a position of, you know, oldest child, emotional support, kind of taking care of everyone else, making sure everyone else was sane and not paying attention to what my own internal state was. Mm -hmm. And it created fake positivity and ignoring and pushing down my own emotions. And with that, COVID, I started working with someone who works with Emotion Code, which is kind of um, a foundation of where I learned a lot of what I do today in my work. And that was kind of, you know, my therapy. It was how I learned to address and release my emotions in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And that lessons led me to be prepared for then when a year later, 
my family kind of got disrupted and my parents separated. The house was very on edge on eggshells. It was just me, my mom and my sister there. And I was again, taking care of everyone, trying to fix everything, ignoring myself again. Mm. And it was like this repetition of trapping these emotions, even though I had learned an awareness, there was still so much that I hadn't addressed within myself that Mm. was coming out when I was trying to help others. Mm. And I slowly, very slowly learned that I cannot control what's around me. I cannot fix what is not within me. Mm -hmm. And trying to do that is where I felt the most lack of control, lack of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I needed to make the shift actually within. If I wanted to feel like I had some control over my life and get unstuck to where I was. And that started with looking at my emotions and releasing the trapped emotions that were continuing to resonate and attract these experiences outside of myself. So Mm. that's kind of the background of where I came to realize that this is kind of the path I wanted to go on, my own Mm -hmm. experiences and wanting to assist others in that process because I found so much value in it for myself and wanted to share it with others. Oh, I love that. I feel like – COVID was like a big catalyst for a lot of people yeah. to start healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was like that moment that gave everyone permission to actually chill. Mm-hmm. And when they chilled, there was so much internally that they actually had a chance to look at because that was a moment that it was all within us rather than, you know, the world, we actually couldn't control anything going on around us. So the only thing we could control is what was going on within. Mm -hmm. And that's the opportunity we were given to look at all those things. Yeah, definitely. So how did you come across like information on how to release your emotions? Like sometimes it's hard to just even find like, where do you start? Yeah. So I was lucky enough to be exposed to someone who worked with trapped emotions and Mm -hmm. releasing that in an energetic way Mm -hmm. Um, from my mom actually was someone who said, hey, you know, um, I know you're going through a lot. Why don't you talk to this person? Mm -hmm. So I did. And that she, she was someone who worked with trapped emotions, releasing them and It was very helpful for me to recognize where my emotions were coming from, how those trapped emotions had impacts in the rest of, you know, every other thing that I did. If I had a trapped emotion at 10 years old, this is maybe, you know, understanding how it affected me in the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And from doing that of my own work, I then looked for books and information online on further deepening my knowledge of how to do this for myself Mm -hmm. and then it kind of expanded to doing it with other people oh okay nice nice Mm -hmm. that's awesome and like how do you feel now that you got some of that stuff out a lot better there's of course so much more work to be done it's a a lifetime of work but Mm -hmm. I think it's so amazing to look back and recognize the shifts 
that had happened in my life, not just my life, but like internally, I always think one of the, one of the biggest things that I always think about that shifted for me in doing this was I was a super defensive person. Mm. (laughs) Like I would get very triggered when someone didn't agree with me or we didn't share the same belief or idea because I thought that it meant that I was wrong and Mm -hmm. I didn't like to be wrong. It was like a personal attack in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And then working on this and releasing the emotions that kind of were related to that helped me respond rather than react with defensiveness almost Mm -hmm like recognizing it's not about me and it's okay the most important thing was that I believed what I thought or that it's okay to have an open mind to what others have to say Mm -hmm. and that I there's there's nothing that the only way that it would change who I am is if I allowed it Hmm. and rather than it being at the hands of other people I always recognize that there was a choice that I made in everything that I do every emotion that I trapped every response or reaction that I had I always played a part in that Mm -hmm. and I think that was one of the most life-changing realizations coming Mm -hmm. from that work is realizing the power of choice that you have in your life and the knowledge of understanding yourself through kind of connecting the chain from your emotions of your past and present um, is a life-changing experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I think like in our minds, we're always wanting to control something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think we're all familiar with what it feels like to try to control something. But Mm -hmm. I think we forget to kind of control our inner dialogue, control Mm -hmm. what's happening within us versus trying to control everyone else. Yeah. um, That's, that's such a good point. And I think once you come up, come up to that realization, you just become and feel so much more powerful. Yeah, and I think, at least for me, and I feel like this is similar for many other people who experience this, is that the searching for control outside is really just a result of feeling out of control inside. Mm-hmm. And if we can take that reflection that our outer world is giving us, then we can really start to make those changes within us to take our power back within and Mm -hmm. learn how to not necessarily control but surrender to and work with what is coming up in our internal world Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um so when it comes to the trapped emotions like sometimes I struggle with explaining this to other people and they're Mm. like what do you mean trapped emotions it's all (laughs) in your head I'm like no it's not (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes I kind of get like a little bit flustered but from what you've learned how can you best explain like how those emotions get trapped or suppressed or affect us Mm -hmm. in the long term yeah so I feel like it can be 
challenging to kind of comprehend, Mm -hmm. especially because, you know, sometimes we don't want to recognize or, you know, really pay attention to the fact that that might be something that is impacting us today. Mm -hmm. Um, Trapped emotions are a result of us at some point in our life suppressing or ignoring our emotions. So trapped Mm -hmm. emotions can form either when we don't allow ourselves to feel anything from a traumatic incident or something where negative, powerful negative emotions are present, Mm -hmm. don't allow ourselves to feel any of it, or we start to feel some of it and then we push it down Mm -hmm. and we we don't allow ourselves to continue going through it. Mm-hmm. And when those trapped emotions, when emotions first come up and that happens and they get trapped, every emotion is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything around us is energy, including the emotions. Mm-hmm. And the emotions are simply an energy trying to get us to look at something. And when we don't allow ourselves to feel and acknowledge and look at that, the energy of them gets trapped in our body. And when the energy, if that is still in our body, we can then throughout our entire life after that, continue to attract similar energetic resonance Mm -hmm. to those emotions because they're already within us. Mm. And... There are so many different things that a trapped emotion can impact in our life, including, you know, keeping that um, attraction towards us, that energy, but also that when we experience these trapped emotions, we physically or we energetically get and emotionally get stuck at that period of time that they got trapped Mm-hmm. because we haven't actually allowed ourselves to process what we experienced in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So we are stuck. Like if you've ever heard of people who relive a reliving trauma or um, they may be experiencing or acting in a way that's similar to what they, they had traumatically in the past because they're still stuck at that period of time And that's all they know. So they're reliving Mm -hmm. it and they're keeping on attracting it. Until we release these trapped emotions, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to experience anything different Mm. and to out to get unstuck and unblocked from what these trapped emotions are keeping us stuck in. So there's no, until we, you know, we can heal and we can, do all this work but the trapped emotions are the core of that healing and so when we try to do this work and we're suddenly stuck and it doesn't seem like we understand where things come from but we're not fully able to get out of that push through the barrier most Mm -hmm. of the time because we still have that energy stuck within us blocking us from moving on There's many different layers to it. Yeah, there is. I love all of this kind of stuff. So I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I love that part of what you mentioned about how we don't allow ourselves to experience new things. That's Mm -hmm. so important because that's, I mean, that's growth. That's how you're growing in life and becoming 
you know, a new person and like you'll meet people sometimes in their in their 50s or 60s or older and it's like they're stuck at mm-hmm. like 15 or 16. Like they're still yeah. talking about the same old mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, uh, you know, you should just let that go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, do you think it gets harder if you hold on to things longer or does it just not really matter how long you've already been holding on to something? Um I think to an extent it does matter um because if you say you have I mean, you could have a trapped like for example, if you have trapped emotion from age 5, that's fear. Mm. And that fear is around, um, you know, maybe a parent, the way that a parent responded to you and maybe having a very unsteady environment growing up and at age five, that was what came up for you. The rest of your life, you are going to continue to attract experiences that make you feel unsettled and unsafe in environments if you don't release the fear because it's always going to be in the back of your mind of something that is what you can only experience. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so the older you are, the more possibility that you can experience repetitions of these cycles that result from a trapped emotion from early on and the more that you can continue cycling in that trapped emotion in the fear and you know self-sabotage is a big one mm-hmm. um yeah. you know relationships you can keep on going you can have a new relationship but the same trapped emotions might be at play because mm-hmm. they're still unhealed at the core at the subconscious level yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it makes it feel like so hard to get through life sometimes because you keep experiencing it. And if that's all you know, you're reconditioning yourself to feel like mm. that's all life is. And then it just makes it seem like, what's the point of really doing anything because I'm going to keep attracting the same stuff Mm. Mm. yeah that makes a lot of sense now that is is such a common thought I feel Mm -hmm. and it's hard because you know that can also I know be seen as like that victim mentality yeah you know it feels hard and you're stuck but you have two choices when you feel that way. You know, we have we make three choices every single day. Mm-hmm. What we decide to focus on, mm-hmm. the meaning that we give to that focus, and what action we take as a result of that. Mm-hmm. And so we can decide to focus on why what we are feeling stuck in. Mm-hmm. We can decide that that meaning for that stuck is that we can never go anywhere that we will always be here forever and as a result take no action to change anything Mm -hmm. i mean obviously there's so many different you know scenarios for this but it's all once that recognition is made there's always a choice yeah 
Absolutely. Yep. That's the big thing. It's like just kind of coming out of that mind, that cycle that you're in and just trying to look at it from a different perspective Mm -hmm. and taking new actions, I think is a big way to kind of shift out of that. Yeah. And it's, it's not an easy thing to do when it's not something you're exposed to either. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hopefully anyone who's listening to this will, will um, see that as an opportunity for them to, you know, recognize that there is a different choice that can be made. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I know like feeling defensive was one of the things that was um, like an indicator for you to know that you had some trapped emotions, but what Mm -hmm. are some other like signs or things that people should look out for to know if there's a trapped emotion that's there? Mm, Yeah. Um, Trapped emotions come up or signs that you might have a trapped emotion can look like I the two biggest things is feeling stuck and feeling blocked Mm. um I would say also defense mechanisms just in general defense mechanisms are also a big result of trapped emotions Mm -hmm. um also feeling like you can't be vulnerable with others Mm. feeling like you have that wall up um, is a big result of not just trapped emotions, but heart walls, which are more intense versions of trapped emotions. Um, uh, let me think. Other signs of trapped emotions could be, um, you know, there's also inherited emotions. So if you have inherited mm-hmm. emotions, then maybe something that Uh, an emotion that your parent has or behavior that you have the same in could also mean you inherited a trapped emotion Mm. and there's stuff to clear out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also it's um, triggers. Yeah, that's a big one. Just any kind of triggers that you have probably means that there is something deeper that you need to look at and possibly, you know, a trapped emotion to clear out. I think triggers are one of the biggest indicators in you know, we all have triggers. So (laughs) yeah, absolutely. I think that's the biggest one that it's like, uh, why are you getting so mad? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, you didn't understand me. (laughs) Yeah, There's some story we don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. And, And then like, when you look at it from the outside, it's like, why were they so mad? Mm. Like it wasn't even that big of a deal, but internally to the person, it just feels like so big. And I think it's just, you know, that inner emotional wound that still Mm. needs some healing or to let something go or whatever it is. So I love that. I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of people that are, you know, sometimes we just feel so disconnected from ourselves probably because that's the way we've learned to cope because Mm. sometimes emotions can feel really big and overwhelming. And so it's hard to just kind of like sit in that sometimes. And I think that people learn how to disconnect with themselves from themselves Mm -hmm. to just kind of manage, but, you know, just bringing up those things I think is helpful for people to realize oh, maybe I do have something that's stuck or something that I should work on. So thank you so much for explaining that to us. Of course. And 
I know it's something we can all relate to, whether we we want to, you know, relate to it or not. Yeah. Um, but definitely that point on disconnection is is huge because mm. when we don't have awareness of these emotions, the trapped emotions, but also just our emotions in general, there's such a disconnect between ourself and our souls mm-hmm. and our greatest inner purpose is to just become aligned with who we are and that place of authenticity and that disconnection can bring us so much more pain mm-hmm. without recognizing it's in that kind of impact and the ability to have not even automatically take action on trapped emotion but just becoming aware of this as a possibility for you the connection that you can create with yourself in this type of healing I have experienced and it's I'm so so grateful for that Mm. and the chance to work through things that you know I didn't want to but recognizing the greater connection you can have with yourself of course it impacts your connections with others but the most important one is the one that you have internally mm-hmm. and you know that's the impact that we're all trying to have in our healing journey mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and okay cool so now for the big question is how do we get this stuff out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How do we get these trapped emotions gone? <laughs> um, there are a few different ways. Um, there's obviously the way that I I do this in my work, mm-hmm. um, which is this is, you know, the meat and bones of my sessions with people are releasing these trapped emotions giving them the space to recognize the part that they played in their life up to whatever point they are in their life, but Mm -hmm. then making some integrations to not keep those empty whole energetic holes in their body, but fill it with new perspectives, new behaviors and ways that will start to uh, catalyze those shifts that they've been wanting to make when they get finally unstuck and blocked. Mm-hmm. So the way that it, I do it in sessions is through a process called muscle testing. And muscle testing is a way to kind of bypass that conscious mind and get into our subconscious mind mm-hmm. um, so that we can access those trapped emotions where they're stored. And the body is a human pendulum. So when you ask it a question, the muscles will get stronger when something resonates with it and weaker when something doesn't resonate with it. Mm. And that's the process we use to find what the trapped emotion is, what age that it got stuck at, and what it, what experience or event in your life it may have been attached to. And then in the session, we go through kind of an intuitive and energetic process to release that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it involves like inner child work. Sometimes it involves uh, visualizations and meditations and kind of self-healing uh, with your, you know, with that kind of meditative state. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's, you know, it's all energy work that's done in that session. And 
that is done to give you more clarity. So you're also feeling open and willing to release it. Um, but without having a session, other ways that you can release these trapped emotions are, I like to call it like flow journaling or even just like flow thoughts. Mm -hmm. If you don't like journaling, maybe it's just a moment to sit and reflect where you just allow yourself to be and journal whatever comes to your mind or think whatever comes to your mind and follow the thread. And I always like to start off with a question. What is it? What is it that I need to, what is in my highest good to look at right now to release? Mm -hmm. And you can Mm -hmm. use that as a little prompt to see whatever comes up for you. And then what comes up for you, the most important thing in any releasing of trapped emotion or just any feeling of emotion is to surrender to the experience of it. Surrender to it, acknowledge it, and allow yourself to feel and process it. And that's also how you uh, avoid trapped emotions is actually allowing yourself to acknowledge it, surrender Mm -hmm. to its presence, feel the extent of it, and then learn and release it. Um, I hope that, I hope that all was detail enough oh, yeah. for it. Yeah, no, I love the the muscle testing, especially because I don't think that enough people know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's kind of like the most common area that people hold their emotions? Mm. The heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely say the heart. Um, I know I mentioned a heart wall earlier and heart walls when we have an a trapped emotion that is so intense Mm -hmm. that we don't ever want to feel it ever again we will create an energetic heart wall Mm. which is like a literal wall energy of wall that we guard our heart with so that that emotion doesn't come in and that it doesn't have to seep out and that we feel it again so you know those triggers, it's like, whoa, where the heck is this coming from? If the person has no idea, yes, it could be a trapped emotion, but it could also be a heart wall. And I think the heart is a very sensitive place to those emotions mm-hmm. um, because it, it's a lot of where we associate, you know, deep emotion and feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's a place that we try to protect. Um, but when we protect it, we also block it. Mm. And that is when a lot of people experience trouble in relationships, trouble communicating, trouble with vulnerability. It's because those emotions are stuck in your heart and actually blocked from being released. And mm-hmm. that can also be released through the same exact processes that you know I just mentioned as well. Gotcha. Wow. That's so insightful just because I think that, you know, um, we're connection type of beings. Like we we like to feel a sense of belonging and feeling connected to things, but we also experience change and loss Mm -hmm. just naturally. Those things also happen. And so I think that it's very common for people to maybe overprotecting their heart just because of the way that things feel so painful when we experience loss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, things can be, things can be so deep and hard and yeah. short term we'll do anything to protect ourselves from that. 
but long term, we feel the effects. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Have you worked with people that, um, like their main emotion that they're trying to heal from is like grief? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually uh, released a grief on myself mm. <laughs> the other around um, my great grandmother who died, oh, when I was like 13. Mm. And when that came up for me, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't remember being having emotion for it. Mm. And it, it brought up the memory of, I think, during the funeral. I remember, I don't remember if I wore sunglasses. I might have worn sunglasses. I mean, I was only 13, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I remember trying not to cry because I didn't want people to see me like getting emotional Mm -hmm. because I think I also felt, you know, she's my great grandma. Like I wasn't as close to her with other people. So why do I need to cry? Mm -hmm. And so I, it brought up the memory of me kind of pushing that down and Mm -hmm. the most emotion I remember was from my dad and not me um, Mm -hmm. because it was her, his grandmother. And so I was like, Oh, interesting. But definitely grief is grief comes from loss and loss comes from feeling hurt. So there's, there's so much in, and there's so many different ways that grief can show up for us too. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's it's definitely a very common one. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like, how long does it really take for someone to release or let go of those emotions? Is it just like having a realization, like, okay, I'm good now, <laughs> <laughs> or is it just kind of like over time and consistent practice or? Like how Mm. long, I know it's different for everyone, but, Mm -hmm. you know, just so others can kind of get an idea of like, is this something that I can let go of easily if I just have the right mindset for it? Or what are some ways to know that one, I'm healing and two, like how long does this take? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like you said, everyone is so different because- Mm -hmm. We have different responses to our trapped emotions. We have a different number of trapped emotions. We, Our experiences with trapping them are different. And even with some emotions, there might even be resistance to, to releasing them because mm. we might think that they are keeping us safe. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different layers to it. Um, when we have a one-on-one session, um, they go away right then and there um the emotions that the energetic uh the energy of the emotions get released during the session and Mm -hmm. then after the session up to about uh 48 hours after people go through a physical release physical processing where then their physical body is experiencing the release and the freeing up of energy, which can look very different. Some people get really tired. Some people get very energized and feel lighter. Um, I know when I released the emotions the other day, my stomach was off for like two days mm. and I just felt exhausted. So there are different physical symptoms that are, sh- um, you know, indications of kind of that release and processing. Mm-hmm. Um that happen after a session. Sometimes, you know, you don't feel anything at all. But um, during a session, we release the energy right away. 
after session, there's about 48-hour processing where your body keeps going through it. Um, And to know if you're releasing it, I think, is something you can kind of sense because there will be an element of feeling lighter and freer when that emotion is starting to release. And if there's still some resistance and fear around it, then most likely there's still something with that emotion being stuck. And um, I mean, that is really the biggest indication for knowing when you're releasing it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that easy to... If you're trying to release them at the core, at the energy, like what I'm talking about then it often takes a lot more work than recognition or awareness. And that's Mm -hmm. just kind of the ability to recognize that this is something that needs to be cleared out and worked on. And that, you know, that process could be done through writing, through, you know, meditating on your own, but really allowing yourself to fully go into the emotion and feel it is what's most important and how you'll know it's starting to go. Like even like crying is it mm. is something that can indicate releasing an emotion. Mm. Okay, that's good to know. Because I think sometimes because we can't like physically see it, mm-hmm. we have trouble with getting the status of where we are in our journey of healing. And then uh, it's like sometimes you almost like re-traumatize yourself Mm. and you're like oh man you're making so much progress (laughs) and that's another indication that maybe there's some emotions that need to be cleared out if Mm -hmm. you know if if you're going back into that cycle then maybe there's still a trapped emotion that you're resonating still resonating with still Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's very true as well and I think that there's benefit to just having an additional person there to help guide you along because Mm -hmm. like you may kind of get stuck in like an emotional cycle unnecessarily if you just Mm -hmm. do it all by yourself which is at least having like the introduction of having someone there to help you understand what's happening or understand your emotions a little bit better yeah you know maybe like after that some people need guidance a little longer some don't need it a lot but I think it is helpful to have just that other person there with you in the beginning yeah no I mean that's definitely what helped me when I started because I don't know if I would have really been exposed or able to fully understand it starting on my own Mm -hmm. um so I definitely feel like it's helpful and you know I'm I always say to everyone like I'm not here for like to hold your hand for it I'm here to give you the tools and assist you in the process Mm -hmm. so that you can then recognize when you need this in yourself and Mm -hmm. that then you have the tools to assist yourself emotionally mentally Um, when these things come up for you and you know we're not in a session then you would know what you need and what to look at when that comes up for you Mm mm-hmm yeah, definitely. I think I think that's awesome just having like a coach, you know, with you along the way for mm-hmm. your emotions. And so many people are just lost when it comes to that. They're like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think that's amazing that you're able to just kind of stumble upon this new purpose in helping others in the way that, you know, you've been helped or just learning a new way of going about life. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a journey, but, and there's so much more growth and, and shifts to be made in it, but um, I'm definitely very excited about where, where it is right now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How can anyone kind of like get in touch with you or be able to learn more about what you do? I would say the best way is through Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I'm the most active on Instagram. Um, and you can all, all of my information on what I do and all the links for everything are there. My Instagram is just my name. So Skylar Sustin, S-K-Y-L-A-R. S U S T I N. Mm-hmm. And that's the same uh, username that I also have on TikTok and the username for my Facebook page. So, all, all any of those three to reach out to me, learn more about what I do, and also to just follow more with the tools and insight that I give are on those three. And, but you can also email me, which is. Uh, coaching at gmail.com. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Cool deal. Was there anything else you wanted to share with us as far as just releasing emotions or emotional care in general? Um, I guess the note that I would just love to leave it on for your listeners is Whenever, you know, you experience your healing or releasing of trapped emotions or anything in general when it comes to healing your emotions and trauma, know that what you experience and what you heal may come up for you again. And those are moments and opportunities for you to respond differently and also practice self-compassion for yourself knowing that what comes up for you and if you react and behave in a similar way that you are trying to heal, the way that you respond to that is most important. It's not the behavior. It's not the thought. It's the way you respond to it. And so awareness and mindfulness of your journey, whatever path that is and whatever that looks like for you, is what is going to make the most shift in your emotions, in your trauma, in in the life that you are aligning yourself with because it's shifting the way that you interact with yourself. Mm. And I would say that's the most important thing to take away no matter what your journey looks like, no matter if you are healing or not healing, Mm. is to just practice mindfulness and compassion around what you experience and take a moment and a breath whenever those things come up to allow yourself to think about what it is that you're needing from yourself in that moment. Got it. That's excellent. Absolutely. Um, So important to keep all of that in mind, especially as we're healing and growing and um, just looking to have a better life. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for everything you shared, Skylar. This was so insightful. Of course. And thank you so much for having me. It was really such a pleasure to be able to do this with you. Awesome. Likewise. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day.